Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We are rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep them doggies rolling. Parcel is a loser. Raw high. Raw dog. Raw dog. <laughs> Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's 90 Day Gate. Let's fly. Oh, whoa! <laughs> just to just to uh, nine in the morning, open with nine a.m. Uh, just just to recap, we have one on our regular uh, regular podcast feed. We have one more fucking episode of this season of uh, Before the Ninety Days of the longest season We've ever. We've been in this season for. Um, let me look. At, uh, my watch says 40, 40, 11 years. <laughs> That's <laughs> <Right> true. <now. laughs> I love that someone left us a review, a five star review. Thank you. And in the review, they said, "I was having a really bad day and feeling depressed." And then Poodle said he wanted to kill all the fucking people <laughs> on this show, and it made me feel better. <laughs> Am I dark? <laughs> You know what, honey? <laughs> You're dark, and I'm dark, and that's okay. And that's okay. We're in the middle of a pandemic. So dark humor is the only way we're going to get through. Which, but speaking of, somebody, I mentioned this. I've heard the second season's great. I, have you watched Dead to Me? I meant to watch the first I, season. I got The first busy. season's great. I've heard the second season's good. People, people I just, I. Oh, no. I'm in the, the I'm in the. The place of streaming where I can't watch anything that's really dumb and I can't watch anything that's really important. I have I to have that. somewhere nope. in the middle. Like, like if somebody I, wanted me to watch Handmaid's Tale right now, I'm like, nope. No, and it's not even, it's not even the, it's, it's, it's how the, the level of emotion or the level of suspense, I can't even take that stuff. I'm watching Van Helsing on uh, that was on a, a sci-fi channel, and it's kind of good, and it's kind of garbage. <laughs> Are you going to switch to the magicians next? Oh, oh, that's that's fantastic. I've heard that's good. Yeah, no, Van Helsing is 
it's very female empowerment, very because it's all women beating the shit out of people, very violent. Oh. Um, if you like, if you don't like violence, you won't like it. But it's vampires with a different take, based that's, on a graphic novel. That's kind of how I felt about Witcher. It's right in the middle of that. Oh, and Henry Cavill's hot. But that I watched the first two episodes and I could not continue. It's okay, but God, yeah. he's hot. He's really hot. That I have a problem with that wig though. Um, There's something I like. It's like when Legolas put on that blonde, which I'm usually not into blonde. You know what I think it is? I think it's because Interview with a Vampire was one of my oh, first homosexual that was, experiences. That was part of my sexual awakening. <laughs> come at us. It, come at us. If you realize when Tom you Cruise were into guys with bit long hair. Brad Pitt, something happened to me. <laughs> I, I was made anew that day. That's probably why you're so obsessed with vampires now. That's one of it. That's, well, that that's and the a, Lost Boys. Oh, we Ooh, should do that. For, Jason Patrick. We should do that for a um, watch, watch along. along. That'd be it's a, good a little one. scary. Some people don't like horror. It did scare me as a kid. Maybe not. Didn't scare me. It just turned me on as a child. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> I was like a 10 year old boy. I'm like, why are my pants getting tight? Um, to watch Jason Patrick levitating. Y'all, a lot of you have come at us and said- Where sa- are we? Where are we? <laughs> and said that you really would enjoy- Even somebody said, I'm an animator. Can I please animate <laughs> Little Poodle? You know, we're going to workshop it. Um, I'll draft a couple of scripts. There's a lot to tell about my childhood. and uh, There's a lot. I know some people at Cartoon Network will see what happens. And by happens, I mean nothing. <laughs> People's like, who's this? I'm like, this is a fabulous homosexual child. I don't even remember what I said for Little Poodle. You just wanted, uh, you just wanted a cartoon of me. <laughs> it's one of your ideas where you just throw it out and a half baked idea and expect me to finish it. <laughs> but I have good, I, I have good sparks. Um, some of the time, yeah. Uh, anyway, y'all, this is 90 Day Gays presents Gaytreon. Gaytreon. This is, uh... This is the other way. This is Toe. Episode three of season it's one. It's go time. It's go time. It's go time. Uh, uh, that's a really funny Seinfeld, uh, show, or uh, uh, episode where, uh, these three men, well, you only know it's one at the beginning, but Mr. Mendelbaum is the former, uh, uh, like fitness expert and uh and he's like and he's trying to whip jerry into shape and he's like you got me training lessons with this guy he's 80 years old and he's like i can lift more than you string bean and it's like kirk douglas's uh kirk no kirk douglas uh what's his name this is riveting i know I, boy, I'm, not, um, I'm just enthralled he, he's like he just, he's like all right i think you can lift that over there it's go time and he, and he hurts his back, and they have to go, and then they say, yeah, you, you ruined it with all your macho head games. That's anyway, a good story. If you know it the was. episode, you'll think it's funny. <laughs> you haven't seen Seinfeld, which is weird. I have seen. I just haven't seen every single episode. I think but I've seen I'm every prob- episode, like, at least four times. I've probably seen, like, collectively 20 episodes of Seinfeld. I enjoyed it, but who knows? I blocked out a lot of my childhood. <laughs> That's a childhood I would not like to see an animated <laughs> something about because they just know, have a lot of sad moments. I think Little Maddie would be a great show. Mm. It would be a very joyous cartoon. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Dora the Explorer, but just with a lot more exploring some shirtless men. <laughs> and a lot of wearing your mother's heels. Y- y- oh. You just walk around in I- your mother's heels. Oh, Little Maddie would always wear <laughs> l- heels and Liz Claiborne apparel. Uh, <laughs> 
and his day job would be at Dillard's. He'd work at Dillard's in the day. It'd be I, like today's special. And then every night he would go on adventure. Little Maddie. I think people would mostly find that uncomfortable. I think a lot of people uh, would like it. Come at me if you'd uh, like a little, little Maddie. Little Poodle would just go around and insult people. <laughs> Yeah. And say they, things and, and, and say, my mother says blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, Little Poodle would have an English accent. <laughs> the little Poodle would have to. All right, y'all. <laughs> We're so already off the rails. I don't think we have about... any announcements, so fuck it. Well, I guess we'll say June 1st, y'all. We've got our new tiers. The Patreon right now is free for everybody. It's free. It's uh, Oh, yeah, this week everything's free. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. So yeah. this week, y'all are getting it all for free. We also want to clarify that... For the million listeners, we are giving away everything this week. I think some of you thought we were giving away all of our Patreon for the month of May. No, everything is free at the $5 tier, but just free for this week. Everything, labor of love, the Patreon, the watch along, all that's to everybody as a thank you for the million downloads. Just want to make that clear. That's the watch alongs. That's all of our. So go back and listen to watch all of that. our present series. Present series, yes. Critically acclaimed. <laughs> critically it's going into the Criterion Collection next week. I hear. Critically, one of our old gay friends who lives in Orlando says, "I loved that." <laughs> um, and she writes for her local paper. She does. She's a critic. Her name is Arnold. Anyway, <laughs> so um, but yeah, on June first, y'all will be jumping into the three tiers of the Patreon. We'll have the fifteen dollars tier. Tier, the eight dollar tier. tier called "Don't Pull Over." Don't pull over, and then we'll have the five dollar tier. If you want to look at all those tier rates, we won't go in it now, but they're all in the show notes, so you can see all about that. But uh, just know if you want to, if you want to call in and be a, your voice message to be a part of the show, that's at the fifteen dollar level. So you buy curious people, sissy will get the spotlight. $8. So there you go. All um, right, all right. Let's go. Standing we're talking about your spotlight. We're talking about. <laughs> I hate that song. It's and already going like to be this. I don't like it either. No, it's horrible. Uh, um, let's talk about Jenny. Jenny. Uh, Jenny. Who Jenny. always reminds me of talk, kind of talks like a yeah. chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll be over Christmas, but I have to see some <laughs> We love Jenny. I bet she does talk like a chicken. If a chicken were a woman. It's true. Uh, <laughs> Like the chicken lady. Now, there are some <laughs> people who don't like Jenny, I've realized. Really? Yeah, some people are like, I'm over them. You know, I get it. Her, like, wide-eyed, like, I'm such a victim, uh, kind of pisses me off. It, I'm, I kind of, there. there's more ammunition to come for her in this episode than I remembered. Yes. When I did watch the show. But I think I, I kind of cursorily watched the show at the beginning, guys. I just, it was one of those shows that I watched when I was like three vodkas in. Which means he remembers not a lot right. of it. Because that's when I ask him if we could do things. Hey, Poodle, can we do this? And he goes, yeah. And then, Sounds like a great idea. And then later he's like, I don't remember that. And I said, you said yes. But I got you at third vodka. I got him at third vodka, y'all. Um, so Jenny and her daughters are celebrating and the and the grandkids. Speaking of, Dominique's got four kids. She, she banged that shit out. Banged that shit. They're beautiful children. They beautiful are. grandkids. Yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> she, What's the other kids. daughter's name, the lesbian daughter? I can't remember her name. I, you know, it was going in it. Lisa. It no, was, it's not Lisa. Um, but Tanya. we love her. We love her. Tawny. It's not. Did you grow up knowing girls named Tawny? I did. I knew one Tawny. I need two Ta- Tawny. It's a strange Isn't name. It odd name. They probably yeah. got it from Tawny Catane. 
who was the, in those videos, the redheaded woman who was like uh, shoving her boobs onto a car. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. <clears throat> That's a good career. You know who Tawny Katane, She's a, she was in Wayne's World. Oh, yeah. Wasn't she? Maybe. Am I making that up? Are you thinking of Tia Carrere? No. Uh, who, who cares? cares? <laughs> so, anyway. All right. So, it's Annalisa, and then, I forget the other one. No, Dominique. I just said her it, name. No, it's Annalisa, the other daughter, actually. Is it Annalisa? I wrote no, that. No, it's not. We don't know her name. We're terrible. Annalisa's the, uh, a grandchild. Oh, that's a grandchild. You know what? We, we're gay men. We would remember them if they were hot guys. <laughs> Let's be honest. Sorry, y'all. Full disclosure. <laughs> Full disclosure. Um, so this you guys, they're she's having a lot. Yeah, she's leaving four grandkids, her two daughters, and she obviously has a good relationship with her grandkids. They all live in the same town. And so I want to pose a question. What if you think about your grandmother, Hazel, Mm-hmm. And if Hazel had decided at age 60 to go to India and you just went to the airport with her, what would you be thinking about Grandma Hazel? You know, actually, I have a similar story where that kind of happened, but in a different <laughs> way. So my my Aunt Peggy has two do- daughters, Lolo and then Kelly. Kelly's the one we call Sissy. She's like my fr- sister. I'm so sorry I asked. She's the one, basically. <laughs> she's really smart. She's like real estate mogul, but she's the one that she bought... Y'all, Kelly has money because her husband's a doctor. And, well, Kelly doesn't even need a doctor. She's fine. she's an entrepreneur, self-made woman. So she has good on money. And so she bought an electric car in Oklahoma. And I was like, this is great. Someone's buying an electric car in the middle of Oklahoma. They don't really think about the environment much there. She's <coughs> like, no, I bought it. So that way I can sneak up on people really quietly. And then I air horn them <laughs> and scare the shit out of them. <laughs> Y'all, <laughs> it's true. Cousin Kelly is fun. I love her. Well, anyway. She, Where are we? She got married. Actually, this is her first wedding. She got married years ago in, in the early 90s to Eric Talaferro. Boy, it's oh, all from the Talaferro clan. Yeah, uh-huh. He ended up cheating on her. She left him a year and They're a half like later. the Hatfields and McCoys, y'all, exactly. this whole thing. We thought the Mars were There's finally going to be. Yeah. They're Cody Talaferro. That's why Tara and I, Talaferro and I said we were cousins <laughs> because Eric and Kelly were married. Okay. Well, he was a piece of shit. Okay. And, and, but she was just young and in love. And, yeah. I think to maybe the first guy she ever slept with. Okay, so. okay. Let's you book report the this. story. So, <laughs> anyway. I actually didn't. I asked you a question. You went off on a story. She uh, she got married, in, or she was getting married in this beautiful cathedral, by Big Bell Baptist Church, and we're all getting ready and doing everything. I was in like a, I was think I was like eighth grade, seventh grade, and we're all getting ready and stuff, and we're thinking, well, where's grandmama? Because that's what we call my grandma, grandma. And like, I don't know. She should be here right now. Because grandma, grandma Hazel was always early. Always on time. Or- Y'all, you know that older person in your family who shows up 30 minutes early for everything? Everything. Oh, yeah. She was always <laughs> early. And then would complain that we were all late. Uh-huh. And so, anyway, y'all, we're like, that's where's grandma Hazel? my grandfather before he died. <clears throat> Showed up an hour early. So, we're getting worried. <laughs> The, the the prelude is playing now. People are playing. People most people have seated. The gay organist is just gone yeah, to town I, on trumpet tune. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> we're all in there, ready, sitting there. I'm a usher. I already I even did my candles and all that. And we're like, where's grandma? And then suddenly, in like this pink lace dress, 
we see y'all my grandma always had like light blonde kind of white hair kind of rat teased up like you know like a southern woman who gets hair yeah. done once a week here comes grandma hazel in this like lace pink kind of probably too fitting dress walking down the aisle with jet black hair <laughs> and she's just she's just swinging her purse just walking down i mean she's got bright red lipstick on and this is her fucking day so she dyed her hair for the occasion jet black peggy and darla were beside themselves like oh my god mama oh my because she looked like a whore she looked like a strumpet and but she well the way my grandma walked she kind of would move her hips around and she literally was just swinging her purse in circles just like my god i'm here (laughs) and i'll (laughs) kelly's wedding pictures to this day are so black Darla and Peggy, Peggy made her go next week and made a wa- made him wash it out and redo wow. it because it was too dark. So I guess the so answer it was like is that. we thought Grandma Hazel's gone fucking Looney yeah. Town. That's what that's a good answer. Um, so ba- <laughs> boy, that was a long way to get there. Anyway, I'm I'm tornado brain. I need I need to. I would like to do a documentary on if she was still alive. I could we could tell a great story. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, so you guys, her dad died. We're really young. They went out to the Okies. They went out to the whole grapes of wrath thing. They went out to California, and then on the way to California, they got hit by a semi truck, and her dad died when she was like nineteen, and he was the only one that loved her, and her mother hated her, ruined the rest of her life. Southern stories been <laughs> sad, y'all. So Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> So Jenny, um, so they're basically the the family. They gotta think she's crazy. Yeah, and they're 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 having Christmas early, and it 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 looks it looks very concerning, uh, because she they don't know when she's gonna be able to come back. They don't know when they're going to see her again. So there's this concept in the other way, y'all, that's very disturbing for me, and it's this high stakes. I'm leaving. Everything behind for my fairy tale. It takes a personality type that it I'm still does. trying to I know. reconcile with because, you know, and look, I, when I watch the show, and I know you do this too because we've talked about it, I really try to pu- try to put aside American privilege that it, that the USA is the best country in the world to yeah. live in. No, I, it's not even that. But so, yeah. No, but I'm saying we're yeah. keeping that in check as we're watching right. this. But this is, you know, it's not like someone's moving to Australia or England, or even no. parts of South Africa. This is not necessarily India. This is Ecuador. India, Ecuador. These are places that Qatar. are are a huge stretch from where their lives yeah. are. And Jenny said something that I feel like we could do a documentary on Jenny. It would end sad, yeah. y'all, um, because <laughs> there's something. My going- life's been a real story, real roller coaster, but mainly just <laughs> going down and down and down. I don't know why our Jenny has a southern Very accent, good. but she does. Yeah, and so, but she says something that I'm like, that's something. That's a red, or you might want to process that when she says, you know, I've got this. I have kids here, and and I know I'm leaving it all, but when is it my turn? I wrote that down. When's it my turn? Y'all. When's it my turn? Wouldn't I love, love to explore that world up above? Out of the sea. Wish I could be part 
Anyway. That's where I went. That's um, where I went. There's a there's something I don't know. I, I don't think that's a healthy thing it's not, for someone to say. If you're living not. your life look, and as someone who overgave to people in their youth, <clears throat> I definitely had a turn of You're much better now. More of when am I taking care of myself? Mm-hmm. But not this idea of when is it my turn because I've never had a chance in life. It's almost this kind of martyrdom and this, yeah. it's not a healthy way to process. We've had people in our lives that have said this to us and mm-hmm. usually, and not to call Jenny, but cause I don't, but usually those people that say that are quite self-absorbed. Yep. And so I'm wondering um, if that's the case with her. And they think, because the phrase, when's it my turn, think, think that you think you're owed a turn. And your turn to be more important than anyone else. Yes. And I know, and I know that's probably not what she's thinking. She's thinking, I've raised these kids. I've been a grandmother. Yeah, we're now not a woman I who's live. raised kids, so we don't know. Um, however, just that phraseology um, tells you that's what I'm saying this fairy tale idea. Makes your f- children feel like <sighs> yeah. shit, too. That, yeah. like, even though you chose to have children, when you tell to, in front of your kids, when's it my turn, they feel like. That they were never a choice. They yeah. were almost like an imposition on you. Yeah. It's not a... Like when Mother Poodle says... Oh, God. Oh, you should have seen my body before I had children. <laughs> I was so thin. Big boobs. Thin. Everyone wanted... Everyone looked at me when I would walk in the room. And you ruined it. She's like, no, I, I would never trade it for a second. But you should have seen my body. <laughs> She has mythologized the way she looked. Now, she was pretty. My mother, she is she's she's still, still pretty. pretty. She was a hot girl, though. Not that I'm into girls. And it's weird me referring to my mother as a hot girl. I'm aware, but she was. Um, so, y'all, this kind of fairy tale, and I think all of them have this fairy tale yeah, thing. They do. Except Laura, who's just out for money, I think. <laughs> and who wants to just, like... If she could fuck uh, Alad, Alad, I say it. I can't say his name. Ala. A- Aladdin's abs, then she would get through it. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still trying to. That it was, in, you know, you're right. We watched this before, kind of like lackadaisical. You know, I mean, just we didn't really pay attention. Right. So now that we're paying attention more, it was, it was like, what is? We'll talk to them, but about them, but. Lauren Aladdin, I'm still trying to figure them out. We'll talk about them. Uh, but this kind of fairy tale, y'all, the fairy tale isn't real. Let's say the notebook's not real. Fairy tales aren't real. Because I will say, fairy tales go wrong. They go real. Y'all, if y'all, if you've only watched Disney fairy tales, you might want to read a Grimm's fairy Check tale. Check out a Grimm's fairy tale. That shit got German and dark. And that shit is to teach moral lessons to children. There's nothing. There's nothing about it that's about dreams. No, it's about you know. Don't want too much, kids. Don't expect a lot in life, and don't don't overeat. Otherwise, you'll be thrown in a furnace. Yep, <laughs> eaten by a witch. Yep. No, nope, so, they didn't get saved in that one, y'all. Nope. Nope. Yeah, the Grimm's fairy tales are dark, y'all. We kind of need a little dark. Dark fairy tales. Maybe a dose not. of reality. Maybe don't read those to your kids now when there's a pandemic. No, I want to stay away from that. Can, can um, you see somebody? Tommy, <laughs> Susie, today I'm going to read you the real story of Cinderella. <laughs> she died from the Black Plague. 
And it, in fact, when the prince decided her shoe didn't fit, if the foot didn't fit the shoe, he just cut it off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just cut her foot off. <laughs> I think he actually does cut it off. I can't he? remember. It's dark. Uh, the stepsisters cut their cut parts of their feet, so they'll yeah, fit into it. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah, it's really dark. Anyway, so they're taking Grandma to the airport <laughs> to go to taking... India. Um, and let's talk about Samit. Uh, I wrote that. I wrote down Jenny's doing the eat, pray, love, but without eating and praying. <laughs> Just love. <laughs> I can't stop it. I've gone this far. I've got to go through with it. I think that's part that's of it. And I want to talk good... about it when we get when we talk about uh, Corey as well. There's this idea that I've spent all this time, and if I give up now, I'll have failed. So yeah. I ha- there's this fear of failure along with it too. <laughs> Tell y'all the other way is like a dissertation to be written. It is. It is. It's fucked. It's a lesson in life of y'all. Just be- and I I think we've all done this. I used to do that more of like. Some business relationship stuff. My gut kept telling me, like I started to get whispers, and then I kept getting signs that you need to get out of this. This isn't the right thing to you for you to do. And I waited too long on some right. things, and then I look back and I'm like, wow, I really fucked myself on that. I really then I feel like I wasted time. Don't waste time. You're not. I don't care if you've been in a marriage for ten years. And you feel like, well, I put all this time into it. If it's a toxic marriage yeah. and there's nothing to salvage, walking away a winner. <laughs> um, I, I would just say that. Is that Susie Boggus? I think it is. We we could go on. I would love a concert of just Susie Boggus and Kathy Matea <laughs> with a little bit of Pam Tillis. They should I go would on want tour. Pam, I would want also Pam Tillis and also Martina McBride. She's too want, popular still to go. Yeah, on that you're tour. right. But, so but just Susie Boggus, uh, Kathy Matea, Pam, Pam Tillis, Tillis, and that woman Pam Tillis just had a new album. She did, and that woman who <clears throat> never. I don't think she ever came out, but everybody knows she's a total lesbian. Terry. Uh, that's like half Terry. of them. She's like, oh, guys, do it all alone. Oh, what was her name? I Terry like her Clark? Boy, Terry Clark, yes. Oh, she she like wore a cowboy hat. Her and not. Well, I know. She the, chawed some butt. She, <laughs> she did. I loved her. God bless her for it. Poor her and Winona. So, I don't know if women can. Shelly Wright, who I love, she came out as a lesbian. Shelby Wright. No, right? it's Shelley. Is it Shelby? You're thinking of the other Shelby who also Shelby Lynn. seems Shelby Lynn's I don't think oh, she's I a love lesbian. Shelby Lynn. Love Shelby Lynn. I love Shelley Wright. Shelley Wright saying that she's just a single white female. She's definitely a lesbian because she's I know, out. but she got really ostracized in the country. Yeah, music they community. they did. They did kick her out. Um so y'all submit to go back to Boy, said. Submit Smith. I don't know because we're Jenny, confused like she calls about them, the 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 authentic say, or American pronunciation of a name. Because she will say, "I'm going to go see some meat," and I'm yeah. like, "What?" I think that maybe her pronunciation of his name is probably Sumit. I think the 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 more appropriate is probably Sumi. Maybe her voice cracks and she goes Sumi, Sumi. <laughs> she's meaning <laughs> to say Sumi. <laughs> yeah, she's a girl. <laughs> Oh, God bless chicken lady. So he's been lying to his family that he's moving away from them to get a job. For a job. And so 
There's a lot of red flags going on here, y'all. If you're yeah. completely lying to your family about, and I think this is this is due to the Indian uh, family unit and how you are beholden to your mother and father. It's like some bended, until like you were married, yeah. Um, and it's your the family unit. You don't go against your family, and you're ostracized. Yes, yeah. So here's the, my kind of issue with this. It's not that he's lying, y'all. I get it. I've counseled like gay teens before that are like, well, I'm going to go do this. And I say, if you need to lie to your parents because they're going to disown you, yeah. then that's okay to do right now. If you've got to keep yourself safe because mm-hmm. somebody else is ignorant. So I get that part. Actually, I'm not even bothered by that as much. It's the fact that he decides, oh, Jenny's coming today. So I'm going to go lie to my parents <laughs> now and tell them, oh. Got a job. Like, literally like a fucking six-year-old. So, I just want to ask, Poodle, how would you handle this? How would you lie to your parents? And say... you can't get a lot by Mother Poodle. No, and say, I'm How I'm would you build this web of lies? When would you start? What would be the process for okay. you? Okay, we would start first. <laughs> I would start first by saying, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm... Uh, I've had a lot of amazing job interviews recently, and the one that I really, the one that wants me so much, unfortunately, is in is in Mumbai, and I don't want to leave. You know, because mom and dad, you're my world. I don't oh, want to leave. Well done. Um, well, now, when would you start this? Oh, at least a year back. Oh, a year. Uh, back. Yes, oh. far as I could. Oh wow. And then he's been I was with her for several years. And then I would make up several other job opportunities that had happened that I had lost. Oh. And so when I and they're like, and I don't think I'm going to get the mom mom by job, but you know it was kind of my dream job, but I just can't leave you guys. And I would keep putting that up there, and then I'd make up one job where I came close. And then I would say, and then there's this job that I could have in the town that's not really paying me that much money, but I guess it's better. I, if I'm not going to get that Mumbai job, I guess I'll get this one. And then suddenly, I would get that Mumbai job. And then two weeks before, you would say, two weeks. This is I don't know what hired, to do. Didn't work out, and they came back. To and, me. I, and, and I'm and I don't know. I don't I don't know if I can leave you guys. What should I do? What are they going to tell me to do? <laughs> you make it about you make it their choice, y'all. That's how you get something in the in life, y'all. That's a master. You 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 basically you let people think they've decided something you for you. You should make your own virtual classes, <laughs> but instead call it master ass. <laughs> Today on master ass, we're going to talk about. How to get your parents to believe they came up with an idea for you, but you actually have been gaslighting them for years. Yeah, y'all, that is, if you want to know if you're gonna afraid about letting somebody down or having that, let, let it be like they make the decision for you. That's how you get it down. But you, if you have carefully pulled strings for weeks, you know who's good at this? Mother Poodle. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, she taught she's, me everything I know. <laughs> she's a master. My mother has my mother has convinced me to do things <laughs> just by planting seeds. <laughs> Y'all, because Mother Poodle's a survivor. That's why he won't. She's not going to give up. That's why we've got to 
get what we've got to get out of our day jobs eventually on this podcast hopefully because poodle's gonna have to go to south carolina when his mom doesn't want to go into a home because she planted that seed already you're fucked no she's not going to a home yeah and she's not living my brother and my sister-in-law either holy shit yep my mother used to say put me in a home when her like 40s and now that she's 70 Suddenly, that's reversed. Yep. Suddenly, she's going to live with you. Suddenly, she's like, they have guest houses in California, don't they? Could you get mine redone? That's what Brad Pitt did for his makeup artist with the property brothers. They redid the whole kitchen. I want granite. <laughs> like, sure, Mom. Um. Anyway, y'all, so he's but there. there is a, but the, I just want to say, there is something not firing right about his logic that he is this 30 year old man that thinks the day of i can go tell my parents if that is a red flag how is he going to take care of jenny we've got three man child man child man children we have submit submit Corey, Corey. and then Fran. friend uh uh i didn't want to take uh i need i need to cancel this because i hate all my family here um, I, boy, that ended so he, he good. Threw, segue, poodle. He threw a tantrum in the car at the, the, at the full pre- on, yeah, to the point of like almost throwing yourself on the floor and going, Wah! "Yeah, <laughs> I hate my life. Everyone hates me. I'm running away." Brand. So, y'all, which is literally at the core of this, he hates his life. He knows he's failed in life. Paul knows he's a loser, and so yet he is acting like he doesn't want to move to Brazil. Right. But a part of him does, so then he doesn't have to face the music. Right, but he's afraid to leave Mama and the lock of her hair behind. Um, <sighs> so we're going to talk about that. So he's decided they're going to cancel the flight, going to come back after 30 days with everything. Because 30, 35 years of my life and five Paul, pieces of luggage. That's Paul, sad. Paul can't change horses in midstream, y'all. He's nope. not adaptable. He's not. His, he wasn't raised with the problem-solving skills no. to handle that emotional uh, change. He literally, so like his mom spirals. said, he short circuits. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened. And he's got a spiral. Doesn't and, have a coping skill. And he's got a go. He's got a spiral. Then he has to feel shame. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then when he feels shame, he reluctantly changes his position. Right. But he has to feel he is someone. As Brene Brown talks a lot, he lives in shame cycles. Oh yeah, it's it, really like, bad. It's you know because shame is actually meant as a good thing in that it helps regulate societal boundaries and things like that. But with shame for but Paul, personal shame, is, it, yeah. personal shame that is his motivating factor. He yep. won't do something unless he's shamed. Yeah, and failure because he's afraid to fail. Is there an old Kleenex in your couch? <laughs> Maybe. <Gross! laughs> Gross. What are you sticking your hand down my couch cushions for? I don't it's know. Disturbing. I didn't mean to. Uh, anyway, y'all. It's like when that guy said, I didn't mean to fist you, but boy, it's just so <laughs> loose. <that we're>... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, boy, I finally found something. It's been 10 years. Deeper. <laughs> um. So anyway, how do we get on fisting? So. <laughs> She, he calls Karini. He calls She Karini. immediately accuses him of lying. She's like, you lie, Paul. Again. You lie, Paul. <laughs> Paul, you lie. They're, it's like right out of a Julia Roberts movie, their like, relationship. In fact, mm. I think it's time for it. Sure, just don't touch my leg ever again. Ooh, let me rub stop, your leg. Stop, stop. Oh, wow, your skin Ooh. is soft. Your hands feel like my grandmother's. <laughs> <laughs> 
so much lotion on them. It's true. That y'all, there's nothing, nothing more boner killing than a man who reaches across and has such soft, lotiony hands. They're soft. Ugh. My partner likes them. Blech. But he's like, he's different. Okay. So 90 Day Theater, I'll be playing the role of Karini, and Jake will be playing the role of Paul. And sing. Hey, Karini, I love you. Hey, Karini, love, 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 love. Guess what? We're so, um, pumped animal. So, uh, guess what? Yep. Um, uh, funny mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. Funny story, friend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how I said I was coming with five things for the baby, five foot lockers, friend? Cinco? Cinco, yeah. Um, so it turns out there, I can't take, I can only take two bags. Huh? Uh, and so I decided not to come at all. No, 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 no. You lie. You lie. No. You lie. No, I, I try. I listen. Listen. I know they only take two bags. No, two bags. Lie. Paul, Paul. No, no, no. Lie. No, no. no. Karini. Karini. No. Love you. Don't cry. Karini. Brian. Don't lie. Click. <laughs> Boo. No, the, the best. The best is when she when she comes said no 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 and she just flashed the peace sign. He was like, "Oh no, I love you." Just peace sign. <laughs> <laughs> I spit out my coffee as I was watching. Oh no, I love you. No, just peace sign. Okay, she okay. all right is. Oh, just just peace sign. Okay, fine. talk to you later. You know they are perfect <laughs> for each other. In the worst way. In the worst way. But they are perfect for one another. She's a child. He's a child. And they're raising two Two children. children. (laughs) Well, they're going to have two, yeah. Someone, you know, Mother Pole is probably the worst one to raise the children. But someone should should take those kids and give them to Mother Pole. Yeah, I don't know if Karini's mom... Probably. She's dealing with enough with Karini's drunk father who wanders <laughs> off that they have to hire someone to watch wanders him. Off. He literally is like on a leash, y'all. Oh, oh, y'all, I will say it's quite fun to talk about these two disasters. Oh, it's enjoyable. There's very little. Oh, I will say, though, something about Paul and Karini. I at least think that they love each other, and I don't feel like I think we're, they do we're being snowed like we're being on, snowed on this actual season of Night Day Fiance before the Night Days. I do think they love each other. Because there's not a single couple with the exception of maybe Avery who does feel something for Ash. Very, there's rarely few of those couples actually feel anything for one another. I think yeah. we were being gaslit almost always. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So y'all, Paul. Uh, so he, Paul ends up, calls the airport. Instead of being a month later, he's able to go back the, the next, next day. day. Uh, Mary says... Sorry, I can't go with you, Paul, but I'm busy at work. You know, I got, off, the office. I got off I work. I got off work yesterday, because, I took but, off, you know, you failed. So. That was a mother poodle, <laughs> if I've ever seen took it. Took off work yesterday, but you know what happened then? <laughs> you had a complete breakdown because you're an idiot. <laughs> but you know what? I got your necklace and a lock of my hair. So, y'all, there are very few viler things to hand someone than a handful of hair. Although I will say... The first one, she just took it. First time he left, she just took a handful of hair from a comb. From her comb. And it was like sitting there like dead hair with like lice on it. Y'all come at us and let us know. And we won't, we're not judging you yet. But let us know. Speak for yourself. Is your family a lock of hair family? It, explain I, it to me. I think there's a big difference with what she, what she did here is 
if the if you have a lock of hair and you put it in like, like a, a little tiny plastic bag or a locket and it can't be touched, so it's like that rose in Beauty and the Beast. So, <laughs> so like you can't. Nothing can be like a the hair. It, it's it's seriously outdated. Most people these days would see hair and go, "Why are you handing me a piece of hair?" Even Karini's like, "What are you doing with my hair?" We really should do a cabaret called Poodle and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> we really should. And I would just be like, uh, but then it would it would end quicker because the first night he fucks me and uh, and then I become a beast too. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> just a dick pig. <laughs> Chips going, mommy. Because you is know, he y'all, doing? that beast Coke was. Look, darling, that's called a Dutch door. <laughs> that beast was hung. That beast was hung. Yeah, I'm telling you, if Belle would have had one night with him, she said, I don't care what you fucking look like. She'd be like, I'll do anything for that D. Because Gaston, little dick, y'all. That's the truth. I mean, it's too Even many Even had a bigger one than Even Gaston. Even You know who has the biggest one of all? Lumiere. <laughs> His his whole head is a dick. I mean, he's got big dick face. He could he could fuck you with his candlestick. Clocksworth? No. 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 Um, so I will say that um Cogsworth, not Clocksworth. Cogsworth, yes. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Clocksworth. <laughs> um so there what's gross? More gross. Having a lock of hair or when Billy Bob Thornton and Angelina Jolie had a vial of blood in a necklace? Oh, I, ugh, God, that's tough. I think the blood, but but at least the blood was in a vial. In a vial. I actually if the think. the hair. I actually think. I, but the me, hair is out. To me, the blood is actually not, it's better than the hair. The but hair's the, out. Hair gets everywhere. And the hair could like get in your mouth. Yeah. The blood, like, you just clean it up. Like, imagine, like, you're just saying, oh, and you're, was that mama's hair I just had in my mouth? Y'all, come at us. Somebody do a poll. A vial of blood or hair? <laughs> anyway. Don't. So, all I want to say at the end of this is that he's, she's crying, and he starts crying. He starts blubbering. And this yeah. is really where Paul's kind of like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. We get, like, his core beliefs, and he cries literally again like a child of, I don't know what to do. He I does. can't bring her here. I don't have enough money. I'm a fucking loser. Yep. And he knows it. And it's, yeah. I don't mean that to rub it in his face. I just mean, damn, that's just. And I think, too, sad. we're we're put up against the the kind of the injustices of the immigration system in the U.S. And how yeah. and also in other countries, too, like those people can't come here. So it, it's an it's a very compelling uh, uh, kind of idea about how a show should work. Yeah, but oh boy, the idea that someone would just leave everything—I guess to think about because think about um, Mexican immigrants—they leave their families all the time here, all the time to come and. Uh, That's what and, is interesting and, about and this. We're like, why would people do this? But people from other countries do this, but they do it. To work and survive, it, it, but not it, for love, usually. But that's <laughs> no, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, the privilege, the American privilege right. that people, some people here can think that they can just leave, yeah. for, and it all will work out. Yeah, and there's people doing the opposite that don't know if it's going to work out, but they have no choice. Right. Yep. 
Shall we move on line? to another man, baby? Sure. We're going to talk about Jesus. We're going to talk oh, about good. Surf we'll Jesus take a break. just right after this little break, y'all. Poodle, I got to tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... 
the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Okay, we can keep going. Okay. Surf Jesus. Surf Jesus. Y'all, Corey's telling name his for parents he's leaving. Gary Harrington. and Linda. Oh, my God. Gary and Linda ran the Lone Grove Ledger. <laughs> this, yeah, that is, oh, my God. Is this name really Gary? Yeah, it's Gary and Linda. Gary, they love. They put me in the paper all the time. They were so Y'all, sweet. We had Lone so Grove many. Is, uh, obviously, the Lone Grove Ledger was the small town newspaper. It was. <clears throat> Did they have a section just called Happenings? Um, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> they also they had just like going on Gary's Corner. He's and he would always write about either stuff going on in the town or politics. I think Linda was really, really, really sweet. She was one of those people that. 
when I was a little kid, I once she was like really pear shape. Yeah, and I never said anything to her, but I commented on that to my mother, and my mother shamed me. Said <laughs> that's where I learned not to comment on women's bodies. Yeah. Very young age. Yes, yeah, because I do was that. that curious child that would just kind of like you. We would just say, "Mama, why is that big mole on his face?" Yeah. And we were too old to say that shit. Uh, my mother, my mother didn't shame me that way. She would say, "Well, yeah, but you can't tell her that." <laughs> she would say, "Oh, yeah, she's fat as." My mother would say, "She's fat as mud." Um, wow. So mud is like I don't know, somehow fat. She's no, like, no. "But honey, you can't say that, people." Oh, my mother wouldn't admit that. She would say, "No, no, 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 no." Oh, my mother would come for people in oh, behind wow. closed doors. Anyway, I was it, taught honest. Gary died. Linda moved out of their house. That she lives somewhere by herself <laughs> now. Stories. He did. He died. Um. So y'all, that he's telling us, telling his parents. This is another one. He's telling people. Uh, everyone's telling people their their family, their closest family, especially in a in a Mormon family, the firstborn son. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. And really, I'm sorry. I'm leaving, but I got to go follow my heart to Ecuador, to to go to Pigtown. Go to pick and <laughs> and so his mom is crying and his dad is raising some good points. Dad's trying to be proactive here. These parents are almost too Mormon here. Yeah, that they're so they're trying to be so calm because my dad Chelsea Mar would be like, "By God, the fuck you are moving to Ecuador, <laughs> son? How are you gonna pay for that?" Yeah, I don't know, Dad. You think I'm gonna give you any fucking goddamn money? <laughs> Your ass is grass, and I'm the lawnmower. <laughs> Ecuador's gonna rip you to shreds, boy. That's exactly what my father you know, would say to me. That's, that's kind what, of a normal response. That's and what they these, need to hear. And these parents are so understanding. Although Dad does say, "So how are you gonna make money?" In a really nice way. It's too nice. And 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 he's like, "Yeah, well, the cocktail bar." And another thing. Being a Mormon family, owning a cocktail bar. I wonder how that discussion went. Well, and then again, do uh, well is the cocktail bar in your name or her name? Oh uh, no, well, it's her name because it's Ecuador. Well, she's on the papers, but I gave the money again. My dad <laughs> said, "Are you a fucking idiot, son? Did I raise a goddamn imbecile? How come you know your na- if your name ain't on the contract, son?" He who has the gold rules, and right now you ain't got no gold, and you rule it shit. <laughs> okay. That is like literally what my father that's would say a, to th- me. You know what? That's kind of fair. The, All that's my, fair. My dad is very sensible. So Sometimes it's hard love. Corey's a man-child uh, because his parents obviously raised him to be one. Uh, probably totally yeah. mama's boy. You can tell because uh, in the next scene... <laughs> Boy, y'all, this is Sorry, fucking hysterical. I'm laughing at my dad. He would just send it and say, yeah, you got this from your mother. You need goddamn smart-ass attitude. <laughs> and that's how he'd end it. Nice. Anyway, go ahead. <sighs> that's a dark, dark part of your childhood. <laughs> um, so they go visit a doctor. And the, doc- the guy with vac- vaccines, the vaccine expert. And he's like, it's rare that a... A man over 30 comes with his mother to get vaccines. So, y'all, Corey is horrifically afraid of shots. Needles. Which is a thing. Phobias are a thing. It is. And this real, I mean, literally. It was just funny watching it him. It was funny. Literally lose his mind. It's, a part of me <laughs> wants to be like, get the fuck over it. But I get it. This causes like panic attacks. Yeah. It makes people nauseous. But it's, it's just, it would be almost be more funny if like, because there are people who are totally responsible in their lives fucking ceos of company right 
And on the whole, though, usually it usually is men that are women are not as scared of shots. And Interesting. Like it usually is men. Maybe it's a some type waivers. of like idea of like being like penetrated somehow. Um, uh, maybe so it has you just some said kind of penetrated, and now I'm aroused. Freud. Why maybe it's, you ever maybe it's some that? kind of Freudian thing about it's, being. It's pain. Men are not as good as pain as women are. Hmm. I believe that they're not. I believe that anyway. But the fact that he's such a fucking man child and loser <laughs> in the rest of his life just makes right. This, it makes the it pathetic worse. icing on the pathetic cake. Uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I, I just like an angel food cake, and he's which just is kind a of pathetic like, cake. And he's to me. kind of like, and I think this is the one. This represents not that he's unmanly or anything, but this kind of wishy-washiness that Corey has, he'll never give a strong answer, is what Evelyn, she finds him physically attractive, and she loves that he dotes on her, but she's missing that kind of like Raul character of, I'm going to take what I want. Well, first of all, she comes from a, co- a, a <clears throat> culture where men have machismo, yeah. and they're supposed to take charge. Yep. But I think it's a deeper level of she doesn't trust him to take care of her I at agree. all. Yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't. Oh no! And and because Evelyn, you know, we've already talked about this. Evelyn wants all the cake, and she wants to eat all the cake. <laughs> I bet, yeah, and I bet she, she wants it all. I bet the business. I want it all. <laughs> I I bet she runs the businesses obviously probably decently or yeah. well. Yeah. But she knows because Corey couldn't make a smart business decision if it right. was up his ass. Yeah. I, and yeah, again, these two could not be worse for one another. No. <laughs> no. Uh, shall we move on to our favorite target? <laughs> jiggy, jiggy. Laura's <laughs> <laughs> purple friend is here. Speed Bucky vibrator. Yeah, it gets it gets one out. <laughs> gets one so, out. So Laura, this is fifty one. Some, something from, that we've talked about. She's from Canada. She's from Canada, but lives in Florida now. She's retired at fifty one. What did I want to know? What Laura did, y'all? Tell somebody. Tell me what Laura it's, has done to retire. Retire at is disability. It maybe retirement's different too for Canadians, though. We don't know. At 51, maybe, though? Maybe it's normal for Canadians to retire at 50. But, you know, this, the, the, weird, the thing that's not normal, the thing that's not normal is you retire at 51, but then don't have any money. <laughs> that's not normal. That's not normal. You should have built up enough after retirement. Yeah. Clearly, so she, she did not go to Jenny's financial planner who no. told her she was batshit crazy. <laughs> so, y'all, um, Laura is in... Lives in Florida, sponging off her son Liam, uh, and they're playing bingo. We've said before, y'all. Laura's a grifter. She's a she con is. artist. She's a con She's artist. She's just gonna get money wherever she can. She lives off like Blanche Dubois. I live off the kindness of strangers, mm-hmm. you know. And then she, but unlike Blanche Dubois. She's not uh, southern and uh, can't be like a drag queen. <laughs> no, no, she's not. She's not interesting. So she's in love with she's moving to Tunisia because she's in Aladdin. Aladdin, who is very hot, very twenty nine, twenty nine, very very low hairline. Yeah, he's, very Eddie Munster hairline. Yeah, he's twenty. He's, I'd still fuck him eight ways till oh, Sunday. He's, hot. he's a personal trainer. He has a beautiful smile. Doesn't have a huge dick, I don't think. No, but it no, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He knows what to do. Although he wouldn't last long. No, I'll tell you that. 
and he's probably mm. bad at sex. We find out later he With is. a woman. <laughs> and we'll get I, to that. I still think, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, so uh, they were chit-chatting online. For over a year. And he, and he asked he actually, her to come over. He, so here's the deal, which kind of leads to even more to our Poodle Nice Theory that we're going to get to later on the season. He contacts her. He reaches out to her. Right. That he draws. So this is a little bit to me when I watch back on this. Yes, Laura is horrible, but also, as Poodle says, clearly this is transactional. Oh, very for much both so. Of them, and I just don't think Aladdin knew he was getting into this much crazy. He didn't. He wanted a wife because that would give him. Uh, he wanted a wife. Societal he, he validation. He doesn't necessarily want children because. Look, she's 51 years old. Yeah. So he just wants the validation of, wants, I have of being a wife. married. And so I took from that that he needs to be married because he's got other fears to be found out. Y'all, I dated Lacey for two years in high school for one reason. <laughs> uh, you liked her perfume? Two reasons. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so. You guys, we do find out a, just a backstory about Laura's uh, first husband. Well, this just tells you, y'all, don't fuck with Laura. She's she's always got a scam going on. She's, she's not always got something going on. Her brain works odd. Like in some ways, she's totally an idiot and just stupid. But in other ways, she can be cunning. I think that's an act. I think that you think stupid's an uh-huh. act. I think it is too. I now think that it's, you said it's that. an act. She's she's shrewd. Laura is, and when she's on camera, she's trying to be, she's trying to be the, 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 the um, damsel in distress that needs to be rescued, mm. because that, 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 uh, that suits her. When that, she's actually that fucking suits, Maleficent. She's, Laura is a con artist. Laura is only showing you what she needs to get something out of you. Yes. She's a con artist with her fucking son. She is. Yeah. She plays her she son. She gaslights her son. She does. Y'all... I will say, I, I see through this shit, and people people feel sorry for Laura being stuck in, like, no. Ecuador, and no, y'all, Laura's a con artist. She is. She's awful. She's a con artist. She's only going to, uh, she's only going to use you for how far you will get her. Yep. Um... So hot potato, hot potato, she, drop potato. She is. Uh, so yeah, she was married for eight years. Yeah, and she had ideas that her husband was unfaithful because she saw some dating websites right. on his email that he left open. And so instead what did do, of confronting Poodle? him, I kind of respect it. I do too. She catfished him with pictures of another woman and said, "Oh, I love a bald man." And then Laura, he came to her and said, honey, Would will you, you shave my head? She's like, and that's when I knew my marriage was over. And you know I what? I won. I would do that, too. I would, too. That was respect. <clears throat> yep. I, I don't say I don't respect Laura. <laughs> Y'all, come I at respect us, her. Come at us in our Facebook group, The Sissy Squad. If you've got a good story of how you caught your husband, come at us. Uh, so you Maybe guys, change the names. Yeah, good idea. So Liam, um, uh, her son, basically who she's living with, basically mm-hmm. is not supportive at all. Mm-hmm. He says, "You know, we, I oh. don't, you don't know him. Uh, I'm not coming over there. Flights mm-hmm. are too expensive. Yeah. Also, too, it's probably hard for him to fit in a plane. He's like Andre the Little <laughs> Giant. <laughs> he is tall. 
He's he's tall, but there's something the way that he looks just seems like Andre the Giant. Like he's got like that pituitary gland or something that doesn't yeah. stop growing. Yeah, and I'm, there is a strange look to him. And we normally don't talk about the way people look, but y'all. Liam's kind of gross too. You're gonna yeah, see in this season. Oh, oh, he's I mean, terrible. You feel for him because he grew up with Laura as a mother, so I can't imagine that he's, trauma. He's terrible to her. However, she has sown all of that. She's so he is terrible to her. It is all her karma. You yeah. are right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, quite frankly, the victim in all of this is Aladdin. <laughs> in a way, uh, however, he behaves terribly as well so they all they all kind of get their just desserts they at the end their, not to not to kind of read this, this is but. one of those movies kind of like death becomes her that we just watched where people get their comeuppance and what they deserved but this is a lot less funny a <laughs> lot less funny a <laughs> lot less funny and they're they're a lot less beautiful women and the people aren't as pretty and less drag queen camp lines yes exactly mm-hmm. but you know because alan and he has this idea Oh, honey, honey, you come over here. If your son wants to live with us, that's fine. Yeah, it's like he fairy thinks tale. that like he can make this perfect. And family. now I'm straight. With... And now I love I love vagina. And now, I love munching and, and on now boxes. Now I don't have to troll back alleys for dick. Yeah, now I get off the grinder. <laughs> no more grinder, honey. No more grinder. No, no more grinder for Aladdin. No, mm-hmm. no, I love that pussy. <laughs> Manja, manja. <laughs> I'm imagining Grinder now. There's just the Qatari it's version, like Tunisian version of Dick. Oh God! And it... <laughs> come at us if you've been on Grinder. Grinder, Grinder, Grinder. You on Grinder? <laughs> anyway, uh, so she's. Faking an emotional uh, fit when she's about to leave her son. She's like, oh, we got to go. And then he can't even be bothered. Something happens that upsets me to no end. When people park their car in fucking grass. (laughs) Why is her car? There's a driveway right there. That is that grass is going to die in a week. If it rains in Florida, when it rains, you're going to leave tire tracks. Yep. Why would you park your I car I don't know there? why people she do that. She's renting and she has no care for this property. Uh, I don't think she's ever had any care for anything. It's upsetting! She's, y'all, <laughs> Laura's a bad person. Laura's Rare, a bad person. Rarely am I going to make a judgment. I don't think anyone in this season is a bad person. Well, Paul, uh, Paul's more of a loser than a bad person. Yes. Um, Laura's a bad person. She's a bad person. She's a bad person. She's not uh, good. Was she a big fat person? <laughs> <laughs> I was fat. I was fat. John Cusack and that's a good in and out along too. I love it is, that movie. A, that's a great idea. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Um. Anyway, y'all, we're still doing those watch alongs on Saturdays at five p.m. Pacific and eight p.m. Eastern. You can come and be about a movie that you want to do. That doesn't mean I'm going to do it. But you can. But you can th- give me suggestions. Yes, and that's in the Facebook group in the Sissy Squad. Y'all, it's sweet that you give me suggestions too. It's true, y'all. <laughs> Um, as Poodle says, we're having a lot of fun in there. We're having a so, lot of fun on the, so the come Sissy at us. Squad. Um, we've got Jackie Weisman's our moderator in that. Also, if you ever get a message of <laughs> cease and desist from Andrea or Chris Sanchez, they're moderators too, so listen to that shit. <laughs> yeah, some some bitch came at one of our <laughs> moderators and said, who are you? And, one of, and, and Chris went, I'm a moderator. 
bitch. <laughs> she was like, she laid it down. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but you know what? The, then the, but then the sissy was like, okay, and we moved on. That's the deal. Okay, let's do our Patreon. Y'all, if you're, if you're listening to the free show, we don't do sissy shout-outs. We do our Patreon props. Patreon props. Patreon props for this. What are we on now? We are on G and H. Are we certain that's correct? Maybe that's what we have. <laughs> we can't do Megan G, and we can't do Jennifer Morris Hawks. Okay, so glad we just read out some names there. So we have to do G and H. Did you pull it up? I pulled it up. Uh, yes. Also, while yes. people looking at y'all, can go to the website ninetydaygays.com, y'all. You can find all of our other shows there. You can find merch. Uh, we have our shirt. Uh, it, everything. I think the thirty five percent off is that they're doing site wide is going to end on June first. So if you have been thinking about something, now's the time, sugar, now's because that shit is going away. Um, also, here, show me yours. I'm, my Patreon's fucked up on my phone. <laughs> wow! Show me. I'm glad it like logged out somehow. Do you want G or H? I'll take G. Great. Ever since I was a lowercase G, and now I'm a big G. Girls, let me cut my money. Funner dollar bills, y'all. If you were from where I'm from, then you would know. If you're gonna get yours in a big black truck, I can get mine in a thick skull. So do you pick your G? Y'all, so you can get our other show. Some of you have come and said that you are listening to old episodes of Dear Maddie. That's awesome. The Coma Stories of Poodles on there. There's an interview I have with uh, myself and Jackie Wiseman when we actually first met our Ooh. moderator. So that's a good episode. You can check out that. Some of you are also d- diving into Sweet Tea. You're catching up on Southern Charm. We think there's going to be one more season. <laughs> who the fuck knows? I don't know. Um, but okay. you can catch up now on that. And well, well, Who did you say we couldn't do? Megan G. Okay. And then there's going to, there's also <coughs> River Males and uh, what is that other one we did? Oh, Sabrina. Uh, bitch Sabrina. Crap, which you still need to catch up on. So, y'all, you can check out all that stuff there. We're going to be doing. Okay, I've got mine. Um, we're going to be also dropping Labor of Love. We'll be dropping on Friday or hopefully that's Friday the, or Saturday. The final of our free episodes and everything else is going to yeah, go into Labor Patreon. Labor of Love, that's going to be, that's normally at our $5 <laughs> tier on the Patreon. Um, uh, I will say I listened to our episode of that. It was a good episode. It was a fun. Where we, y'all? I'm I'm kind of appalled by this show. He likes it more than I do. Um, I'm pretty appalled. I just am glad that we got to sing a Celine Dion song for the theme song. It's true. So that's going to be dropping. The way that Labor of Love will be, this next episode will be for everyone on the regular podcast. But then after that, it's going behind the five dollar Patreon wall. So be sure to. <laughs> Um, should we go to uh, Patreon props? Patreon props. G. My Patreon prop goes out to Flaudia Gibson. Oh, God. Flaudia. 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 Flaudia Gibson. Uh, she lives in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And that is a you know, you know, there's nothing she likes more that uh, the, the true spirit of Idaho. Wait, well, how do you spell curdling? C O E U R D apostrophe A L E N E. Okay. Curdling, heart of a lean. Curdling, Idaho. Okay. I may be a little wrong about Maybe it's A L I N E. I'm not sure. Okay. 
I want geography B, y'all. This bitch knows. <laughs> she lives in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Two things she loves that Ohio- Idaho loves. Potatoes mm. and militias. <laughs> oh. She likes her she likes her uh, long guns, y'all. She oh. likes to get out there. And you know what her favorite thing to do is? Shoot potatoes. <gasps> My friend Lori Keaton's dad this had a is potato not gun. Your, this oh. is not your okay. private prop. His name was Michael Keaton, but he wasn't famous. <laughs> <laughs> so, y'all, uh, Claudia gets out there. She's wearing her fatigues. You know, uh-huh. don't pay taxes. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, so, she's she's kind of in there with her bunker and her family. Mm-hmm. And they're just shooting at potatoes. The weird thing that happens is she all sometimes she has her husband dress up like a potato and he just runs around and she takes shots at him. Oh, yeah. And then afterwards, they've had that kinky set kinky sex. He puts he keeps the potato costume on 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 her helm on. I can't speak on him Uh and fucks her eight ways till Sunday. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Oh, at the whole time she's going bang 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 bang. <laughs> wow, yeah, that one was a little weird. That's your Patreon prop, Flaudia. Oh Flaudia. Wow. Uh, uh, what's Flaudia's last name? Gibson. <sighs> Gibson. <laughs> Flaudia so, Gibson. Two things. Remember about Idaho, y'all. Potatoes, militias. <laughs> Y'all, curdling, curdling. <laughs> it's interesting that you brought up a town because <laughs> Jesus, y'all. I don't know why I think militias in Idaho are funny because they're not. They're really not, y'all. <laughs> y'all. Um, our next Patreon prop goes to Morris High. Okay, Morris High. Morris High. Their last name is High. Their first name rhymes with Morris. Okay. Uh, Doris. <sighs> Sorry. Yes. Um, I want to know what it was. Y'all, Morris High, speaking of town, she's from a town in Indiana. Oh. Called Santa Claus. Santa Claus, Indiana. She is from Santa Claus, Indiana. Born and raised. Here's the deal. Y'all, she's a goth chicken. She fucking hates Christmas. <laughs> And every that's rough. I, I mean, she and she can't get out of that town because she owes Santa Claus back taxes, so mm. she can't move. So, Flaudia doesn't pay taxes. That's why she's in a militia. Exactly. So Morris, she's lived in this town for years. I mean, our whole life. I mean, they celebrate Christmas the whole fucking year. <laughs> that sounds miserable. And she finally realized the best way to do this was to start a coven. Okay. So she started a coven in the town of Santa Claus, and they don't do spells. Instead, they just egg people's houses. <laughs> that's her type of witchcraft. Hmm. Her mother, okay. who loves Jesus. I don't think Jesus, that's really witchcraft. Yeah, but, <laughs> but that's what she read in a witchcraft for dummies book. Okay, yeah. She said, if you don't really know how to do a spell, just egg them. I get it. Because chickens apparently are sacred. So okay. So they think they're blessing the house. But whatever you say. Whatever she says. Also, y'all, Morris, she is when when it the when every when they have the big in the big town square of Santa Claus, they have like they have Santa Claus and then they also have like a, the manger the nativity yeah. scene. She always, always 
puts a dildo in the manger with Jesus <laughs> and gets in trouble. She, and everybody, the thing is, she thinks this year no one's going to know it's me. They, they always, always know. know it's Morris. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she usually has to spend a night in Santa Claus jail for one night, <laughs> which is decorated like the North Pole, which just makes her mad. Santa anyway, Claus y'all, jail. Pray for Morris. She's having a hard time in Santa Claus. It's tough being a goth girl in Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good merch shirt. Anyway, y'all. So there that's her Patreon. That's our prop. Patreon props, y'all. Yo, that's the show. That's the show. This was a good episode. This was a fun episode. We really like watching the other way. It's a I, I there's this, a lot to talk about. This season is gonna be good. It already is. There's a lot to talk about. We haven't even seen Jihoon and Devin, y'all. Oh, and there's a whole podcast to be done there. <laughs> but you know who we're singing next week? Who? You, Laura's favorite friend. <gasps> the purple friend. No. Oh. You didn't see what's coming up next week. No. What's his name? Ludwig. <gasps> Ludwig. <laughs> Ludwig. <gasps> next week we're seeing Ludwig. <gasps> They're going to make that grilled cheese, y'all. Yeah. The grilled cheese I had a thousand fits about on our regular podcast. So that's next week, y'all. I'm just going to give you 20 minutes just to I get need to it talk all about that out. grilled cheese. Just to get it all out. So y'all, y'all got something to look forward to. We call these people Lonely Hearts because they're fucking lonely, fantastical, pathetic, lonely hearts. Right, Poodle? Yes. And if you are a 33-year-old man... And you are terrified of vaccinations and you need your mommy to hold your hand. Call us. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.